Welcome to the ECG Podcast, a show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week's episode for August 27, 2020, we are talking about Opening Night Live from Gamescom, Microsoft's Halo problem, and of course, we're going to catch up with what we've been playing. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida, and tonight I'm joined by Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Football season is less than two weeks away. And we have the bane of Michael Phelps, Robbie, Bobby Miller. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I'm in the loft. I will find the photos. I know I got I got ribbons too. (laughs) So for those of you... Maybe uh, don't watch my Twitch stream. Um, Mr. (laughs) Miller here claims to have beaten Michael Phelps in a swim competition in high school uh, and potentially also involved in a love triangle at some point and maybe even pierced his tongue with what? What did you say you pierced your tongue with? uh, His girlfriend pierced my ear in the back. Oh, your ear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, excuse me. It was the uh, (laughs) the ear, not the tongue. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> I wish it was the time. Yeah, that'd be great. So we we antagonized <laughs> Mr. Miller after a few bourbons on uh, stream to <laughs> to at Mr. Phelps on Twitter, and I'm still waiting for that response. <laughs> He's scared. Uh, He's scared. He knows the truth. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, just throw the gauntlet anytime, anywhere. <laughs> What'd He's you got say? His gold medals. <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. So yeah, it's been a couple weeks, fellas. Good to see you. Um. We'll talk about specifics in a second, but how do we feel about opening night live? And uh, we'll tie in some DC fandom stuff too. I forgot we said we would uh, touch on some of that as well. But how do we feel about opening night live um, overall? Two hours of game trailers and updates with Mr. Jeff Keeley hosting. Uh, I thought there was a lot of cool stuff that came out of it. Like I enjoyed it. Like, you know, um, I had a good time. I really wasn't like disappointed by anything, but I think my expectations were like right where they should have been. How about you guys? I feel the same. I knew there wasn't going to be any major announcements. I know people had high hopes uh, with the PlayStation invites going out for the pre-ordering PS5 oh. uh, via your PSN, which I think is interesting. Uh, it's a it's a different take on it, but if if it's true what I'm hearing that it's a raffle style, I don't like that. Uh, but I mean, you don't have to get it through Sony. But uh, but uh, yeah, sorry. Side note. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed what I saw. Ratchet and Clank looks amazing. Uh, it just looks beautiful but uh other than that i enjoyed it i like i like hearing anything gaming yeah how about you zach overall impressions and we'll get into some specifics in a second um yeah not not blown away um just you know uh it's good to get more gaming news and everything and just more footage of games and stuff so i'm i mean i'm always excited for for you know for that aspect of it um but yeah, I didn't walk away blown away by anything like that, but I also didn't walk away like that was a waste of my time either. So uh, I uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I think uh, they did a good job like uh, talking ahead of time, like what this was going to be, you know, a lot of game updates, like a few new announcements. Um, but I'll look at like, you know, things that are coming relatively like soon. And I think that helped. Um, you know, we can get into uh, like specifics on things that, that we like, but you know, we saw things like I would say for the most part that were either going to be this year or like Q1 2021, it seemed like, um, with a couple of exceptions. So, um, 
Yeah. So like, well, I guess let's go around like one at a time. Like what are just a couple things that like, you know, look cool to you or, or that you enjoyed like specifically? Um, Dragon Age. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of a neat presentation, a little off the beaten path, like for them to have the developers kind of talking over some concept art and, you know, here and there looked like there was some kind of early screen grabs. Like you saw some like, you know, development um, uh, shots of like, you know, battles where textures and stuff weren't loaded in and some areas and things like that. Um, Bobby, I can't remember. Are you a Dragon Age guy? No. I, is that the game where it starts and your hands are bound? That's Skyrim probably that you're thinking of. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't do Dragon I bought it, but I'd never. It doesn't surprise me that you bought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully they'll make this one like from the sound of it like it's not strictly like it is a sequel obviously to inquisition but um hopefully like you know it seems like they're starting off a new story it'll be something that people can kind of jump in because i think it's a very cool world um and um you know it has that bioware magic of like choices and compelling characters and side quests and things like that and uh I think the most recent game Inquisition did a good job balancing like action RPG with like some of the cooler like turn E based stuff that like the original Dragon Age had. You liked Inquisition a lot, right, Zach? Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm upset that I put it off for as long as I did, but when I like got into it, I got into it, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I haven't had a an RPG experience uh, like that one in a while. Um, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe since like Mass Effect, but yeah, that was like a little uh, bottle of wine in the cellar that you you pulled out for a, for a rainy day, man. Like having access to something like that because it was perfect. And uh, I don't know, uh, f- Dragon Age was from like for me, it was just way more like my jam than The Witcher. Uh, I like the way that the Dragon Age is is played, the way the story's laid out. You know, the um, not that The Witcher isn't decision based because it is, but um you know you create your character and everything so you kind of feel more attached to the character and all that um so i i really like that so i, I but i i'm curious how they're gonna do the next game like are they gonna allow you to either what create a new character or give you the option to play as the character you played as an in inquisition or if they're gonna tell a different story and then uh you know solace is gonna have uh a part in the story like no matter what like i hope it's a fresh take like i'd be cool with that like you know they um they did like a new character for every dragon age game like one through you know uh inquisition Inquisition, but um they actually so the second game i don't know if you ever played to like your uh character was like the same character like everybody had the same actual character there was slight variations in like terms of like class and obviously decisions that you made, but you were all like the same person with the same sort of backstory and the through line, like a lot of people didn't like that. Like the through line was very similar from person to person where like, you know, in origins, like you could be an elf from like the slums or you could be a wizard, like from, you know, the Academy, like your origin story was quite different. And then like your path through that game, in terms of like the order that you went to places, how people reacted to you based on who you were, like what your class, like your class and race was, was very, very different. And then, you know, Inquisition was, um, you, you know, could bump into your character from like the original dragon age. If you made a gray warden, which was kind of neat, I thought. Um, so I hope they, they do like continue that trend. Cause like, 
um you know if they wanted to carry that character on to like subsequent entries that would be kind of neat but I, I i like going into each of those new games as a different person and kind of like reorienting myself like within the, the world person yeah i mean and it's definitely cool too because then like you said you get to build a whole new story in a sense like and, and you know and and you're, you're right i mean that is like super intriguing and interesting rather than continue well i mean don't get me wrong i would like to continue my guy's story but i also you know i have no no problems no qualms with having to you know uh, forge a new path but uh yeah i'm uh they showed what i'm super intrigued about the most that i saw in there is they showed um in the concept that them underwater yeah, and that's so, like, I wonder if maybe, like, they'll have a whole civilization that's underwater, or, like, how they're going to do all that, that like, or if you're just exploring underwater. So that was that was pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, Bobby, give us one. What What's something you saw? I know you kind of mentioned Ratchet and Clank at the top of the show, and uh, I stopped you because I wanted to get overall impressions first, man. If you want to talk about that, or if there's something else that you saw that you're hype on, like, by all means. Hit us. Uh, well, well, I will say that there were three that I really liked. Uh, Warframe, I, I like that they're they're going a new direction, and we could finally figure out the origin of everything. That that looks amazing. Uh, and then Medal of Honor VR, that that in itself, I love Medal of Honor. All the old games, that was like the first shooter that I really remember. Um, that and the Tom Clancy uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Uh, hey, but those uh, are awesome. Oh my god! I wish they would redo that. That'd be fantastic. But take out the corners. I mean, <laughs> people don't want to stop playing. But uh, but yeah, Ratchet and Clank—they all looked good. Uh, but yeah, I it it was Ratchet and Clank. It it's it's it reminds me of an adventure game, but it's not like there's so much more in depth. Like it's it's like an adventure game platformer, uh, basically whatever you want it to be. Because it it just even the Sam and Max. I forgot about that. That looked kind of cool too. But uh, but I, I I just enjoyed everything and seeing them use a PS5. It was nice to see how. I mean, still I wish they would show the controller with the the triggers where you could you know feel it. But uh, I uh, I I really enjoyed the Ratchet and Clank. I'm more excited probably for all of that Warframe I'll play just because I think I have over a, a thousand daily logins on there. I love Warframe Warframe and the direction it's gone. It was like the first game I believe on PS4. The free to play, sorry, uh, but uh, I mean I've been playing it since day one, and it just keeps getting better and better. Open world, uh, everything's great, and I love the way that they do some of the system. But I don't want to get too deep into that. But but that's I really one of the coolest looking play. games I've never played. Same, yeah. Like I've always oh, been yeah. intrigued, I... like by it. You know what I mean? Like I've got some friends in our raid group, but Destiny that like love Warframe because it was exactly like it. That was the strange part. Is I remember playing it at first. And then I was like, oh, no, this is awful. And that was the same time at PlayStation Home, all that. You know, we all love that. But uh, um, and then Destiny and then it was kind of like Destiny and Warframe were the same. But War, uh, Destiny seemed to reward you better. Uh, Warframe, you had to wait like 24 hours to make each piece unless you bought it. Uh, microtransactions. I think that's where it all started out. Uh, but uh, but but I've enjoyed it. I've I've loved Warframe since I, I will not lie. In the beginning, I hated it because I didn't understand uh, like um, the pick up all the uh, I forget what they're called. Um, all the stuff you picked up, I didn't know how to utilize it. I didn't know if it was for different Warframes, which you had to buy or earn. 
certain levels you had to beat a certain monster different ways. But uh, but I, I've loved the way it has evolved into an open world game, and I'm really looking forward to what's next for Warframe. Cool, man. I'm with you with Ratchet and Clank. Like that's my very first platinum for on a Sony console was uh, Ratchet and Clank that came out. Was it uh, 2015 or something? Um, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, like I couldn't get enough of that game. Like I thought it was so gorgeous and fun and funny. Like you know yeah. it just had a lot of charm and like the weapon variety like was just incredible like you get into these like especially once you have everything in your arsenal like just going through an area and throwing out the disco ball and then like you know using uh all the different weapons like to just to cause absolute chaos like was super super fun um and then like rift apart to me is like the biggest showcase of next gen consoles that i've seen like period the end like i don't think i've seen anything that looks more impressive than that and that's probably because they're pulling their you know cars close to their chest but i think they're super smart to pick that game as like this is what next gen looks like like you can't do this on a ps4 they've made such a compelling argument like with just that one game of like why you'd want to buy next gen uh day one so yeah Especially if you're able to like hop in and out of like portals almost at like will and like change worlds like that. And like if they're able to nail that or if that's like what it is, like that is so impressive. And it looks gorgeous too. It's not like they're doing that and like it looks like shit, you know, like it doesn't seem like they're sacrificing any kind of graphical fidelity or frame rate. It's happening. It's like really cool. It's exciting. Uh, Medal of Honor, I'm with you. Um, although I will be honest, like, um, after having played half-life alex like i still don't know that this is like the game that's like yeah i'm waiting for the next game that hits that bar because that was such a high bar i do think it's impressive i saw that the oculus quest was over there and i'm assuming i'm hoping what they meant by that is you can play it untethered in the quest right because like the quest you can turn into a rift basically a rift s yeah actually it's better resolution than the rift s um when it's tethered to your pc so i'm assuming that they meant you could play that game like tethered and if that's the case like hey that's cool as hell because um you know i need something like a little meaty to play on my vr like i still play tetris effect a couple times a week on my vr uh occasionally i'll jump in and do some you know super hot i just have the beat saber demo right now because i have it on my um playstation but um but yeah man like that did look uh pretty neat super super cool by the way it is man like um it's kind of sucks on the playstation vr honestly when you compare it to uh the oculus like just because of the tracking like the the move wands like sometimes like the the camera will like lose where your hand's at so your yeah. hand will be like a hundred yards away it's funny because you can slap a guy that's like <laughs> on a stairwell like a hundred yards <laughs> from you with your hand like it counts as you punching him but like it's kind of frustrating when you're trying to fight um but it, yeah like that is the way to play super hot i thought super hot was cool just on vr and then i played it in vr and i was like oh yeah yeah definitely the like uh just the best way to play that game i agree oh yeah uh, Zach, yeah, i remember another highlight oh go ahead sorry oh, bobby no i was just gonna say the last time i played vr i played that and my wife got mad at me because i punched my hydro flask i had a big old jug and sure. i punched it playing that and she's like you can't play it in the living room anymore <laughs> so I, I haven't played it since then but i love the heck out of super hot though and it's, fun. it's fun to watch people like play it too like you just like you know how um 
in the, you know your body like you're leaning and moving and squatting and stuff like that and you can see people like physically react to like danger you know oh, like yeah. if they're like turn their head and there's a guy above them like people will like startle <laughs> you know which is really cool oh yeah but yeah uh zach hit us with another uh highlight if you will sir like what's something else you saw that you liked um a game that i personally can't wait to play uh the 12 minutes game because the cast that they revealed was insane awesome man yeah i wasn't expecting that when they said celebrity i was expecting b-list celebrity not james mcavoy daisy ridley and willem dafoe like that's amazing yeah like what a cast and for like um you know for such like a, a smaller game to get a cast like that is is so cool and i cannot wait was there a release date on that or did it just say 2020 or 2021 good question let me scroll down through my little handy dandy list that i have here uh it does not have a release date listed this page i'm on that's greatr.com so it is entirely possible they had one and i'm going to say no for now it just says coming soon yeah, I'm I'm super intrigued about that, and then uh, Lemnisgate uh, that we had one of the um, someone from the dev team on creatively. Uh, I think on on Lemnisgate was uh, was our guest. If I'm not mistaken, maybe even like owner. While you're talking, I'll go. Yeah, yeah, it's James. Yeah, yeah, we had him on, and he was talking about it, and we finally got a, a more in depth look at that game in a. Man, I, I played it at PAX, two packs, so two years ago, and I thought it was, you know, really fun and everything. And it was only on one level to, you know, and and I had a blast and just seeing how much they've improved and everything that they've added and all that. I just I can't wait to, you know, finally get the game in my hands. Yeah, same. It looks like they've come a long way on it, even from, you know, some of the stuff that we saw. And um, I'd love to get them back on the show right ahead of launch. Um, would be kind of cool as like a way to celebrate our anniversary and uh their <laughs> their launch you know because it, it, it sounds like it might be happening around the same time so that would be really really cool definitely um all right i would be remiss if i didn't talk about the new destiny expansion beyond light i'm very excited about that you know whole new uh not just subclasses but classes we're going to wield the darkness for the first time there's lots of ice lots of shattering shit whoa 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 all right hold on i didn't see this so explain this to me new classes and all this we so like warlock like new stuff like that um so like sorry i guess it is subclasses like uh so you still have your main like archetypes like warlock titan and hunter but so currently we have void solar and arc classes and they're adding a third or fourth now called stasis that is um, oh gotcha from, so like when they added the, the hammers and stuff to the titans so they're just adding another gotcha cool but it's but it's all like darkness space so like it'll be the first time where we're using darkness instead of light um so it's very icy a lot of freezing and chilling and like they they showed footage of like uh characters like in pvp uh building like an ice like platform to like boost their teammate like up and over like a bit of cover so oh, like, that's pretty cool to jump in and like like on the enemy. So I think like 
you know, not only is it like offensive stuff, but it looks like there's like some traversal mechanics and even some defensive stuff that look really cool. I'm excited, you know, me and George play a lot of Destiny, so I think that'll be neat, um, you know, to say the least. Uh, let's see, I'll do one more. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 uh, is the the last one I'll, I'll quickly touch on before I say something that I know at least Bobby and I are both excited for. Um, I'm sure you can guess if you've been watching the stream lately what game that might be. But uh, Little Nightmares 2, I love the original Little Nightmares, although I didn't think it was quite as good as Inside and Limbo. It was very similar. Um, and I like the art style actually better than either uh, Limbo Inside. Um, did either of you guys ever play Little Nightmares? I did not. Yeah, highly. if you like that kind of game where it's like a puzzle platformer, um, it's very like dark and gruesome, but like not, you know, like morbid, if that makes sense. Like it almost has like a Tim Burton kind of feel to it. And it's just it's a really, really cool game. It looked like they might have been hinting at like co-op. And if that's the case, like I can't wait. Like that'll be a really neat game to uh, to play um, with like, a you know, with a friend um, if that's your kind of bag. It's not very long either, right? No, gosh, I think like the uh, there might be like four like episodes like that are all linked. You know, they're all part of one story, but they're like four areas that you do in Little Nightmares. And I think maybe it took me like seven hours like to do all of them. Like that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's pretty short. And like each episode, like I would say is a play session, right? Like like an area. Like so if you're going through like a ship, for example, like it may take you like hour, hour and a half, something like that. You're through it. Um, but yeah, it's very cool. It might be on, is it on Game Pass or maybe I'm just like seeing it on my library and like, I'll tell you right now. Um, if it is like, I mean, totally a game that shouldn't be missed and, uh, little nightmares too. Maybe no, pull out the handy dandy Xbox Game Pass app on my phone. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that's a highlight. Uh, Either of you guys have anything? Bobby Wall, Zach's looking that up. Any uh, other games? Like I said, we'll save the the one game that I know that uh, you're excited to get a look at in just a second. But um, anything else that you saw besides the one that you and I have been playing nonstop for three weeks, four weeks? Oh, we may have lost Bobby. Oh, no, there he is. Bobby. It is not. It's not. Maybe it was at some point, or maybe it was on like Games with Cold or something. Eh, Maybe we did lose Bobby. Well, Bobby, if you can hear me, Feel free to uh, pipe up. Uh, Zach, feel f- if you want to toss out one more before we talk about the, the final game that I just thought was kind of a cool reveal. And then we'll, uh, we'll move on to Microsoft's Halo problem. Um, yeah, I mean, not from Gamescom, but Gotham Knights. Yeah. That game looked uh absolutely incredible kind of almost it it not kind of it, it blew me away because like i wasn't expecting that uh from them i was expecting like a um almost similar to an occam game where we'd be following a character and just going through a story and uh you know in their uh own take and, and it was going to be the court of owls and everything but like the way that we're getting it, like the four of them, and you, you know, you can play with your friends, and uh, well, you can play with a friend. I think it's two players, and um, yeah, and just being able to switch between them at at will and everything, and or you can play as one for the whole story if you wanted to. 
um uh batman's dead man like that's so intriguing to me like i is he is, though is he that's really exactly dead? what i was just about yeah. to say but is he really dead though he might be absent for sure like i guess yeah. being like a like uh a, i know a you boy like, of his or like you know like the you've read the snyder comic you know that batman like died for a while but he had like amnesia like towards the end of the run of the snyder comics and are you talking about when when dick took over uh, it's when Gordon actually becomes Batman for a while. Commissioner Gordon becomes Batman. So oh, right I did not end, read this series. It's right at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, the Scott Snyder books are like, he's the guy that uh, wrote the quarter vowel storyline. And um, there is like, so uh, the end of his Joker story is uh, called Endgame. Um, spoilers, I guess. Like um, they make it seem like Batman's dead and quickly reveal that he's not he just has amnesia you know he doesn't know who he is doesn't know he's bruce wayne doesn't know he's batman and um gordon takes over as batman for like a good like an issue run at least i think and then you know he comes back so i could see there being something like that where like you know he's missing an action presumed dead or like you know like they fake you out and like i'm not saying i think you'll play as batman or anything but i don't know actually yeah i just I don't see how you have a story like in in Gotham, really, with all of these characters and all the villains that you're going to be fighting and have him not play a part somehow. Um, I mean, I I don't think that that video that you see is the only time you'll see him in the game. He'll probably pop up more like in the I'm dead kind of way. But here's this kind of thing. Interesting but, that it, this is not part of the Arkham universe, What's which is awesome to me. Yeah, um, I think that frees them up, like probably a smart move, right? Like to, Definitely. Like, to not have to be like beholden. Like, I think that takes a little bit of the pressure off of like, you know, having to like maintain like integrity of like that storyline. But do they keep the combat? Um. So this is uh, uh, WB Montreal, right? That did uh, yeah. Origins. So yep. I, I never played Origins, so I don't know. I imagine the combat was probably similar, right? Almost, yeah, pretty much identical. So I think they'll probably keep certain aspects of it, and I hope they do. You know, look, I look like the, some of the abilities and things like they're obviously putting like, their own little touch on it. Cool. Now, do we think this game will be T for Teen or M for Mature? Mm, I'm gonna say T for Teen. Yeah, I think so too. I was hoping, you know, because I was hoping just because they included Red Hood, just knowing who Red Hood is and everything, would be cool for it to be M for Mature, so he could do his thing um but yeah i'm i'm down with it all, e- either way um, i know we yeah. said before, top of the show or you know before the, sh- the we uh got on mic that like I, i'm i was much i was worried at first at the reveal and then when they said this is like co-op but not a game service like i was like all right cool i'm down for that like absolutely like give me a good co-op game where i don't feel like you're gonna like a like nickel and dime me to death and, like b like not tell me a complete story like and like like yeah man all day long like i love playing through a good co-op campaign um, absolutely that, that can also be played solo like so uh, this is a game i can imagine myself like blitzing through like having a save file where i play like you know so or if they let you keep the same solo like picking a character like going through the story and then like my brother you know and i like picking a completely different character and like running through with my brother or, like on a different you know thing just to kind of like experience like a different uh feel for combat and stuff like that yeah definitely and and i mean just real quick to touch on it though like the suicide squad trailer was cool too um 
you know, I'm, I'm excited just because it's rock steady. I'm, I'm disappointed that after all that time, that's all that we got from them. Um, especially that it's not coming until 2022. Is that what they said? 2022? Uh, think that is correct yeah yeah and so like that that's kind of crazy but again it's going to be a a two-player um i think they said drop in drop out co-op uh i, I don't really know if this is going to be games as a service or, or how this one's going to work or but um yeah i mean i'm excited just because it's rocksteady i'm excited because it's dc uh the suicide squad's awesome uh if, you know uh, if people you know don't look at the movie that's already been made and you know because uh, they have great comic run they got great animated movie run and uh you know uh just uh, I'm, I'm excited for that but yeah disappointed man that we that's all we got from them also shout out to the james gunn suicide squad movie because that's going to be awesome it's like it's well cast for sure we'll see like um I know we again off mic talked about like by far my the peak of my hype level was definitely the Batman trailer like from the Matt Reeves. Oh my man! Like I got goosebumps watching that man when uh, I think I rolled he, it like three times in a row. Like I was like, all right, no, again, again. The use of the Nirvana song was cool. Oh like, yeah, when like, he beats yeah. that dude down, man, like viciously beats that dude down. I was like, oh, I'm so I'm in vengeance. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. But I want to know, man, do you think the guy with all the tape around his face is the Riddler? Could be. I saw some people say Hush, which... Man, that would be cool. But, like, you know, kind of, like, as a surprise villain, like, neat. But um, I think we but can he... all agree I did not know that was Colin Farrell in the fucking... Uh, no, that's yeah, right, man. That makeup was, you know, and prosthetics, if that is prosthetics. Hopefully he's just not having a rough time in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. All right. Well, before we move on to Halo, because I do think that deserves a good bulk of the show here as well. Um, Bobby, Fall Guys season two, man. What'd you think? We got some new uh, maps, a whole new theme, like medieval. Uh, yeah, I guess is the best way I could describe it. We got some wizards, some knights, some dragons. Like, I think it looked dope, man. Like, I yeah, I'm very excited. And what's funny is I watched that one a few times too. And let me tell you, my wife's favorite song is that something's in a way from Nirvana. And now <laughs> I sing it all the time around the house and it's driving her nuts. But uh it just it just makes you feel like Batman when you listen to it now. Yeah. Um, I, but, my uh, wife and I just listened to Nevermind for like I it's probably like been ten years since I like start to finish that record. Like, you know, of course I've heard songs here and there. But we were playing cards the other night and I'm like, I'm just gonna put this on. And uh, she's like, yeah, I don't know if I ever. And then like after song after song, she's like, yep, I, yep, 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 yep. And so, That's yeah, nice. uh, you, you save that for the uh, for the trivia night. Some uh, some never mind. Yeah, I could play yeah. some, some stuff. For, I, I don't know if you got the invite, but uh, week from tomorrow, baby, more trivia. But uh, oh, yeah, but yeah, fall guys, man. Like um, I was surprised and delighted to see that we're getting some new like arenas and like maps. So like, that's cool. Yeah, it was nice to see that I, I, I worried about this with some games like the Battle Royale system for a while, uh, that they didn't do anything fast enough. It was all uh, wait for seasons and blah, 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 and you got to pay for it. But the way Falls got, Fall Guys has been such a phenomenon everywhere. Uh, as I mean, I had my buddy play it the other day, and he couldn't stop playing it after we logged up. Um, 
it's just the the new maps though it looked like you had to use some teamwork which was interesting to get through the platforms and some of those medieval levels yeah which i like i think that's better for the team uh games uh but i am thoroughly excited i can't wait uh i love fall guys and i love how quickly they're already coming out with new content i think they probably knew they had stuff but they didn't know it was going to be this big with being free on playstation mm, i'm gonna go ahead and disagree for a second i i think that my suspicion is that probably on the strength of this pitch alone for this game like they probably knew um or had a suspicion that this game was going to be massive and i imagine that they probably have at least like six months of content in the bank like i would be surprised if like season three is like just as smooth like a rollout as like season you know two is where you get like two or three like new arenas that's what i'm guessing this one's gonna have and then a bunch of new cosmetics and i think that like as the popularity grows the development team will grow and you'll see them be able to like you know keep up with you know creating new content not just having the content you know banked um and kind of finished Agreed. And I, it was the first game ever that my daughter wanted to play it while I was playing it. So I bought her for her on PC and she's been nonstop trying to do it. And she, she is actually better at Seesaw at five than, than a lot of other people I've seen try to do Seesaw. Yeah, it's not surprising. My mind. I, don't, seesaw. I know. It's physics, man. Zach, are you going to, uh, you know, hop on and play some Fall Guys with us sometime? Yeah. I mean, I'll definitely hop on. I downloaded it. I, I messed with it a little bit, but I, I uh, have not played a whole I haven't even played every like level that they've got like every time someone comes on it's still new to me so if you're keen after the podcast I know that's what Bobby and I are going to do a streaming night for me baby so we'll uh, we'll be hopping in a party and it's more fun with squads I think because like if you get eliminated you have somebody that like you actually like like and know to like root for yeah so you can kind of keep the hype going like a little bit like but agreed and I can't wait for that update where it goes right to your teammate if you're if you're out or finish first finally yeah instead of just making you watch a random asshole and hitting the r1 until like you find them exactly i'll tell you what i've i've never played a game where i've seen so many bobbies in my life like for some reason there's always a bobby in almost every single thing and i'm like wow that's uh it's interesting to see as i'm trying to scroll through yeah awesome well yeah needless to say we're excited for for more fall guys uh transitioning to uh you know, since we last recorded, uh, Halo Infinite has uh, been delayed. Halo Infinite has had rumors swirling about the troubled development cycle, including rumors that they more of the game was outsourced than they were expecting so that they could work on the TV show. And, you know, most recently, I think it was yesterday, um, there was it was announced that uh, they were getting a uh, new sort of head or creative director um, for um, development of Infinite, which is supposed to come out by presumably holiday next year. Uh, Joseph Staten, who is a veteran, um, you know, video game developer, creative lead, um, being tapped to to come in to see if they can kind of write the ship. Um, so I don't feel great. <laughs> And I'm not talking about what I've seen, but I don't feel great about this project. This is feeling like another crackdown three to me all of a sudden with Microsoft. That's super disappointing. How about you guys? Do you think there's trouble in paradise? 
I sadly do, and I'll say as a guy who does not really play the Xbox that much, this was like the one thing I was looking forward to with the next gen. I mean, I'm still buying one either way. I know that I, I've said on Twitter uh, a few times that this was the reason I wanted it, and now I don't. Uh, but I'm still going to get it, and I I feel better that they're not just launching it, because I yeah. feel after Destiny 2, I feel like a lot of developers have learned to wait. And that's why I'm fine with Cyberpunk and all the other ones delayed. I'd rather have a great game than a shitty game with a lot of, or a crappy game with a lot of updates. Uh, that's, uh, I, I'd rather them take time and figure it out. I mean, I'm, I'm upset because it was kind of like their big thing. I mean, Xbox Game Pass is great. It's amazing. It's like the best thing ever. But at, at this point, it just, uh, I, I, I really wanted it like now. But I understand the weight. Yeah, that Miyamoto quote, I know it's a cliche, but it's, you know, it's also truth. Like, you know, there's a reason people quote that so much. I just, I was a little concerned, like in the lead up that we hadn't seen much of the game and it was supposed to come out so quickly. And then, of course, we had like the lukewarm response from a lot of people on like the reveal of the game, which, you know, such a small slice, you know, who who knows in that instance, but it's definitely not as a developer, how you want people to react to that. Um, then like the delay, you know, like was also like, all right, maybe it needs some more polish. But I think it's like all this stuff together, like just doesn't feel like it bodes well. And I almost wonder if they should just say, you know, we're it'll be ready when it's ready. We need to take a step back and like, you know, see, like do some soul searching, figure out what we need to do because like, I'm just not feeling great. Even like holiday 2021, like a year seems like a long time, but like on a game of like this size, like I say, if you need two more years, like you've already ripped the bandaid off and it's not a launch title anymore, which hurt the reputation somewhat, but it's the right thing to do why why box yourself in a corner at that point like and say that like it's going to come out next year why not just say it's delayed we got to figure some stuff out we want this to be the best possible thing and just leave it at that um zach agree disagree yeah uh i was super bummed at the delay um i mean i'm I'm with bobby though i'm glad they did after all the after all of the um uh, negative feedback that they got from from fans and, and critics alike so i would rather them you know take their time to uh, build the game out to what we all know halo can be so um hopefully they're able to do that um i look at it like what is microsoft going to do now for launch right like they had to have put all their eggs in in the halo basket when they were planning on launching their brand new console like what better way to launch an xbox than with the game that put xbox on the map with halo right now they can't do that and as far as i know they don't have any big triple a launch third party like deals or anything going on or anything like that i know like the medium is coming out but like i don't know if that's you know mainstream appeal to the extent of something like halo would be so I'm super intrigued to see what they do now and if they champion something else as the reason to buy an Xbox Series X at launch or if they're not even going to try and do that 
but that would be weird to me considering how they very much like to boast about how it's going to be the most powerful console ever made. So they need a way to advertise that to us, a way to show that to us. And Halo was supposed to be that. So I'm I'm intrigued and I'm I'm honestly a little excited at the same time to see what they do now, how they switch gears and uh, how they're able to, you know, uh, kind of rope this in and and hopefully, you know, I don't want to say rebound because I don't think it's like, you know, oh man, like this is the end all for them. But no, I mean, be devastating in the launch window, but I don't think like overall, um, like you know, this is a a a pretty harsh blow for like the first six months of a console, but traditionally that's the weakest like lineup like you're gonna have better and better games like the longer these things are out in the wild um i think microsoft paradoxically like the best thing that maybe happens to them is that this the ps5 sells so well that you can't get it anywhere like as dumb as it sounds i think a lot of people may end up buying an xbox because it's more available you know now like there's less demand for it like so that might drive like sales or, you know, perhaps this thing will be in such limited quantities that it'll be a moot point anyway. I think that's also something that could help them, right? Like, if, you know, Sony and Microsoft, like, say, can put out 100,000 units only in the first three months, you know, and I'm sure it'll be more than that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, just using that as a base number, if they both sell out, it's a moot point. You know what I mean? Like, you've bought yourself the time to, for to sort of get your other things out, um, you know, in the meantime. I think what's really going to be the test of time is like what they do like a year into the console life cycle. Like, what does it look like when there is the availability and like the demand is, you know, high, but like manufacturers like, you know, is churning out. Um, if I were them, I would, I know we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'd still take this puppy on the road. I'd let people get their hands on it, you know, by appointment or something at Best Buy or, or uh, GameStop and let people like play it. Like if you, if you have, your console is able to be played somewhere and the PS5 is not like maybe that does it. Yeah, I think that would be that would be really cool. Um, and yeah, I'm sure they could market that, you know, after every person, whatever, clean the controller just so people will feel at ease or whatever, like something like that. But or you have to put on <clears throat> a pair of gloves, they'll put plastic gloves, do it, whatever, and something. I agree. It would be super cool and it would be a way to. Um, showcase what the console can do because like i said uh, halo i'm assuming was supposed to be that so like what would they choose to showcase the power of the xbox is what i want to know i'm super curious about that well you know they have smart delivery so if you can make a game like say gears right run it like crazy frame rates with like high fidelity or if you get cyberpunk playable or showable you know like a month out and that would help i think the other way they could win you know potentially is price right like if if the if it's even going to be a you know a problem in the first six months like if they can truly undercut sony on price like there's been rumors of i think that's another way you can take that thing off if the console's a hundred dollars less like you know money i mean money talks right like there are people that are only going to be able to afford one of these things and um you know if they go well like there's a lot of sony exclusives i want to play but they're not out right now and this microsoft box is a hundred dollars cheaper and it's just third parties that we're really talking about for the most part like you know like ratchet and clank i love but i don't know that it has the mass appeals god of war horizon and miles morales i'm sure will be popular but 
I don't know that it's like enough to like drive console sales. You know what I mean? For like the mass. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think Sony's in a better position as of like right now, today's date. Um, that they're in a better position for launch titles in the sense that you know ratchet and clank's gonna be able to show off what you know what next gen is and and spider-man is going to be able to show off what next gen is because you could you can compare spider-man ps4 to spider-man ps5 easily you know if you still have it and you could see the jump of whatever in in the quality and all that so they have two you know I, I yeah, they have two bangers pretty much right out right out the rip. Ratchet and Clank's established. Everybody loves Spider Man, so you, you know they they have a reason to buy a PS5 at launch. So you know it's going to be interesting to see what Xbox manages to to get out there if they have you know anything. But I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I think like the biggest problem is going to be. Um like reputation right like microsoft has to be so careful like it sucks to delay the game but i mean it is like 100 percent the right thing to do because you don't want your reputation to stumble like out of the gate of a new generation like you just don't like you know you want to be as consumer friendly as possible i think they're doing that with game pass next x cloud and all that if your price is good like that's the right thing but they just got to be careful you know like i i just i hope hopefully some of their studios are farther along you know or far along enough that they have like in the next like you know year from launch like are able to put out some some good games like you know um and have you know some surprises like i think um you know it's just it's an unfortunate um set of circumstances i don't buy for a second that covid is solely responsible you know for this uh for the debacle i'm sure it contributed like no doubt about that but um yeah, it sucks. It sucks for them. It's not what I, you know, like I've been rooting so hard for Microsoft. I mean, I'm an Xbox first person, but I, I love, you know, my PlayStation. Like, I'd be remiss if I said, like, I haven't, like, loved the shit out of it. Like, this generation for me, exclusives all been PlayStation. They've had, you know, like, probably if you pick the ten, 10 best first party games of this generation, Sony would probably own at least eight of them, you know, or if not nine um, compared to, to Xbox. So, um, it sucks, man. Like, like as somebody who wants to see Microsoft succeed, and I think a lot of people feel that way. Like even like Sony fanboys, like if for no other reason than to have some competition, like wants Microsoft to succeed. So, agreed. And I, I can honestly say I feel at this point that it should have been another year before a console release. Like I feel like it was, it was rushed. It was. When Sony skipped out of E3 last year, I felt something was weird, and and now with their, all the delays, I think honestly, it would be worth the wait. I mean, but money wise, people being home with COVID and everything, this is going to be like the best selling stimulus Christmas ever. Uh, and I, nah, if you can get one, I think so it's you're in the be camp of you down. think like next gen should be pushed to next year. Like yeah, I feel like at this point with uh, The Last of Us 2 just coming out and and then Ghost of Tsushima, all these. Yep. I guess I got booted from the Discord. Sorry. Yeah, I was that. just about to put that in the chat. Yeah. Okay. I was like, man, I just did, had to fix this thing again. <laughs> That's okay. 
So um, I'm sorry, Bobby, continue. No, I, I just, I feel like, honestly, I, with how late the Xbox One X came out and and with the, the PS4 with their exclusive, I feel like there was at least one more year left of, of those consoles for good games. I feel like for some reason it feels rushed. And I know it's probably monetary. I, I understand. Just like game delays, they keep setting dates because investors want money or whatever and whatnot. But it's... I honestly personally feel like I, I'm getting both, but I don't feel like either one is going to have... It, it's just like the last launch. It's not going to have anything that I need right now. I'm still going to go back to PS4 like I did. Go back to PS3 or go back to Xbox One to, to play things with other people. First of all, a lot of people aren't going to get it. So there's that, and there's no games. Uh, I think one more year would have been great for both. But that's my opinion. So I, George and I have gone back and forth on this. <clears throat> He's not on tonight, obviously, but I told him I'm actually considering not buying both consoles at launch and maybe not even like one at launch, which sounds crazy. Um, if I were to have a choice, I'd probably buy the PlayStation paradoxically at launch because I can play the Microsoft games um, on Game Pass on my PC if I want or on Xbox One and know that when I upgrade to the Series X, I've got it right. Like I don't have to rebuy it or anything and I have an Xbox One X. So, you know, granted it's half as powerful as a series x but it's you know i think that machine's held up like it doesn't struggle the way i feel like my ps4 pro even sometimes does with games but um so that's always always an option you don't have to buy it at launch if you don't want to bobby is the is the reality of it and you know maybe some people are on that boat i don't know like i'm excited for next gen but like i'm not like chomping at the bit and anxious like i'm kind of with you like i'd be disappointed if they delayed it but it wouldn't i wouldn't be crushed or anything like I'd, i'd go like yeah makes sense like we're really gonna feel the game delays next year i feel like you're gonna see a lot of delay announcements here like as we go on with the porn so agreed yeah that's rather unfortunate it is man but you know it's the reality i'm hoping you know if nothing else man these some of these poor developers i'm hoping they have a better work life balance because you know they don't have to deal with the commute right like Oh, I'm, yeah. ho- I'm hoping that they get more sleep and have a better, healthier lifestyle. Like, I'm, if nothing else, I hope that. Anybody want to add anything on Halo before we wind down and get into what we've been playing? That right. mode does it. Cool. Um, well, uh, Zach, we'll start with you, man. I have been playing an incredible amount of Remnant from the Ashes. Oh, yeah? How's it? And it is so good. It's it's so in, like deep in the right ways. The gameplay loop is super fun. Uh, it's procedurally generated, so every time you go through a world, you know uh, you, you you won't fight the same bosses all the same time and everything. So that's really cool. Uh, is it a Souls like or a roguelite? I can't remember. Like it's a, it's a Souls like game, okay. it, but with guns, pretty much, and it's it's awesome and. You know, boss battles, you know, they're they're tough, but they're not like, you know, these are impossible to beat kind of tough. So it's it's rewarding. You know, you, you beat bosses, they'll drop, you know, something that will give you either something to make a weapon or something to make like a weapon mod. And what weapon mods are, they're like little, they're components that you add to your gun and 
they'll do different kinds of things. Like there's one gun mod that will uh, summon two little guys to fight by your side with you. There's another gun mod that'll shoot out corrosive acid and like weaken their armor for you. And there's just a, there's a ton of different ones. And it's just super rewarding. It's it's super fun. Like even fighting, you know, like you can go through in something called adventure mode. And which is like you just pick a world that you want to go to and you run through and you clear it all out and then pretty much just do it again and do it again. And it's how you farm. And like, yeah, even just doing that, like over and over, like running through Earth over and over is like fun because the loop, the, the loop is is satisfying. There's always, you know, there's alternate ways to kill bosses so you can get different items from them. There's, you know, items hidden in the world uh, that you can only get if certain things appear. So, like I said, it's procedurally generated. So maybe a boss didn't appear that has a certain whatever hammer that you want. And, you know, so you have to, you know, run through the loop again. But, yeah, there's so many different items and armor sets and, like, different combinations. And there's something called traits, which is, like, it's like a page of all these different stats. Like, it'll be your health or your stamina or your range damage increase or melee damage increase and or reload speed and all that and you can you earn that's how you level up and then you earn points and you can put the points in wherever you want to put them and you can spec out your guy you know how you see fit and it's 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 really really good and and i feel like i i didn't hear a lot of people talk about it when it came out on like any of the groups or anything that i'm in like i saw a few rumbles about it but Man, yeah, it is an awesome game. The the newest and last and biggest DLC just came out, which was Subject 2923. And it was really good. It added a bunch of new bosses, a whole new world to go explore. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's if you if you like Souls games, it's right up it's right up that alley. I mean, it's definitely not I would say as difficult as as those games are, but you can up the difficulty. There's four difficulties. So you can make it uh, so actually i don't know if it's as hard because you know the hottest difficulty could be crazy but you you have to farm a lot before you can you know go to that and yeah me and my buddy have been running through it's uh you know it's fun oh, building yeah yeah you can play three people what yeah yeah so i i have a i have a third slot open uh i have on game pass uh it, it is on game pass yeah hmm. all right yeah. yeah. So, so if, if you if you guys download that, I have you can have three characters. I have two already. So if you guys do it, I'll, I'll make a third character. Consider it. Yeah, man. It's 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 such a good game. It's it's so fun. Um, and yeah, and you, yeah, Chris. I know you definitely like the the Souls game. So I feel like you would really enjoy this. Uh, it's got that that loop. You know, you, evading is huge. Like you have to learn how to evade all the different enemies and everything. And it's uh, yeah, it's it's, it's an awesome game. Cool. I might check that out. I, I've heard, you know, enough things. That I've been curious for a while, but um, me, me, I've sold me on it. Like my brother also likes Souls games, so if you co-op. I'd probably tap him. Oh yeah, definitely. You guys will have a blast, man. It's so good. Cool, Bobby. How about you, man? I know you know we both been playing the shit out of Fall Guys, so like that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. Tune in Twitch.tv/slash yes Smooth Four Two Three twitch.tv slash rental rush you can watch us make fools or yes go ahead yes rental rush is the way to go yeah we, we're gonna get crowns i guarantee a crown if not I'll give, I'll, I'll give a freak oh heck i mean heck yes yeah yes. let's do it 
Oh, I'm all in. Uh, the only other <laughs> thing I've really been playing is uh, is um, MLB The Show, uh, just because it had some roster updates for people moving and whatever. Um, but I think that's honestly all I've been playing. I mean, I log into the other games for Dally Logins, but that's Fall Guys and uh, watching people play Fall Guys. That's that's another thing I've been playing <laughs> is is watching people, and it's it's amazing how you like. It's crazy how different gamers are, even though like they're like the same age. It's like watching them do things. It's like you're like questioning, like where did you learn that? And they're like, oh man, I I've been scared like this since Mario or something. And it's just it's funny to see. And yeah, Fall Guys. Yeah, I usually don't get too tilted uh, Fall Guys until I until I do. Like and like the other night, like uh, when George and I played on Monday, um, I definitely got to that point where he's like, you want to go again? And I was like. <laughs> i'm like I, i've got my win like tonight and I, you know i've come close a couple times like uh you know just sometimes you you kind of hit that wall like where like it was like heat seeking missiles on the fruit shoot where like i swear to christ man like i landed fine got like halfway up like just fruit just, it felt like it came right for me and i was just like yeah i'm good like you know i like i He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. Now I can feel myself getting mad, and I don't want to get to that point and then quit. Like, I'm just gonna walk away now. Like, <laughs> yes. See, it's it's funny you said that because I did that last night. I played with my buddy last night at Rocket League for the first time. I played Rocket League in like a week or two, and we got our butts handed to us for like seven games straight because we like forgot how to play, and and we finally got the win. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't go to sleep after that, but I was just like, no, yeah. I got I got to go bed happy before I get mad. At Rocket League, I've had some conversations with some gamers on, um, you know, like some of the Facebook groups that I know, I'm sure we're all part of. Like, you know, when somebody posts a picture of like a crush controller or something like that, and they're like embarrassed, but they're like, I'm gonna share this because I'm embarrassed. Some people are like really mean <laughs> about it to them. And, you know, like usually what I comment is like, you know, the key is like when I feel myself getting to that point, like even if you don't want to walk away like for the day, <clears throat> like get up, go get a glass of water, like, you know, have a smoke if, if you smoke like, but like, like sometimes just taking that 10 minute break, I cannot tell you how many times, like in speaking of Dark Souls, like I'll be stuck on a boss and I'll, I'll take like 15 minutes and like just put the controller down and like let my blood pressure come down a little bit. Like, you know, let my clothes dry out a little bit from all the sweat and then like <laughs> I'll sit down and like log in and like I'm just I'm calm, I'm relaxed, like I'm dialed in and like the frustration has has time to sort of sink back down and like I'll, I'll beat it like first try like after like you know calming down so yeah um so for me i on my switch finally like picked carrion back up like i bought it when i went on vacation about a month ago and i just i wasn't feeling it like i could tell it was a cool game i just like so you know sometimes you're just like this is not the right time for this game for me like i just i'm not into it right now um so i picked it back up and i think i'm almost done now and like i really like it it is a neat game it's super fun like how how cool like to be a monster and like terrorizing people is just great <laughs> it's only um, a couple hours too right a couple hours long i'm gonna say it's probably like i've probably put like five hours six hours right now and i feel like i got maybe another two ago so i'd say gotcha. it's like a six to eight hour game but um it's not as metroidvania as i thought it was gonna be like there's definitely some crisscrossing but like not to the extent where you're like using the whole map which made me feel better because like i definitely got lost I think, and I, that may have been what like pushed me away the first time, where it's like I don't know where I'm supposed to go, what to do. 
I think if you get over that first hump, like in like the, the opening hour of the game or so, like where you kind of understand like where the limits are of like how far away you're going to have to go to be able to like solve what to do next. Like you're like, oh, this is manageable. And then like every area after that, you kind of like know where to look. Like, you might still get stuck for like a few minutes, but like you kind of know that you're confined to a manageable area, right? Like it doesn't feel insurmountable because there's no map. So um, also been playing uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. I'm waiting to fall in love with that game. Like I really like it. And there's so much there that I think is very cool. but it, it's pushing back pretty hard. Um, so I'm going to keep my solo playthrough, uh, you know, character. But I think, you know, starting next week, me and three buddies are going to use it as like a weekly D&D session almost where we're going to like all have different characters and like just do a few hours a week, play it casually and kind of like really truly role play because um, it'll allow you to have different um, like each party member can walk up to any NPC and have their, their own unique dialogue. stuff. Which That's so cool. Which is I feel awesome. like that would be a way better way to play the game than by yourself. That's what um, a lot of people have told me. They're like, it's fun solo, but like, they're like, turn the, they recommended I turn the difficulty down one notch uh, and then like role play it like a campaign, like a D&D friend. So I, like, I'm hoping that's going to be what does it for me. Like there, like I said, there's a lot there. It's just, it's a very daunting game in a lot of ways. Like, um, like in the opening few hours, like an NPC that I didn't know was integral to a quest, like got murdered by one of my party members because they were like can i have a word with this guy and i was like sure and like she like whispered in his ear and then stabbed him and he like slumped over and i was like all right sure like this is gonna advance your story quest so it's fine (laughs) and then like i went to go do something hours later and they were like can you figure out like uh who stole this shit from me and it was like that guy that she killed and because i couldn't like turn him in like that quest line was fucked for me so it made doing something very like integral to like the story like super hard like i had to like it made my life like a living hell for a couple hours like but you know like it was like I, that's not what frustrates me i, I thought that was cool you know is more like the some of the combat encounters are pretty tough and then uh i guess like finally last but not least um I, very casually just during my lunch breaks like at, uh one, my work day i've been playing alan wake played and i've been um, enjoying it before before we go, I forgot to mention or ask you guys: Did you play the Avengers beta? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I got an email just before we all got online from Amazon saying that the shipment is not coming in time from the developer, so all the shipments on Amazon are going to be late Dang. for the PS for the PS4 version. I'll put that out there. Uh, yeah, I got that. I got that email like right before we all got on, and I was like, "What the hell, man?" Did you play the beta, Bobby? I didn't. I downloaded it, but I didn't. <laughs> I was in Fall Guys. I it's, I yeah. just get mad watching people, and then I'm like, "No, I got to go do this real quick." Uh, so I I played it a little bit, and uh, I I really enjoyed myself with it. I I thought it was fun. I think it's like a uh like a true like. Uh, it's like a console, like a, that's, I'm, I'm wearing this horribly. It's a much like beefier version, pretty much from what I played of Marvel Ultimate Alliance in a sense. Um, okay. But at the same time, you know, the, the story is super intriguing. Like, I, I can't wait to see where they go with it because I, I am a comic nerd and Hulk's my favorite comic book character of all time. So anything with him in it, I'm, I'm all about. I can't, the only, one of my gripes, the voice acting, man, like, not that it's bad, but 
uh, Nolan North is Tony Stark, and it sounds like Nathan Drake flying <laughs> around out there. Like it, it, the way that he's talking, like what he's saying, and everything. It's it just literally sounds like the same mannerisms. I had a, there was another game that he was in like that, and I was like, I can't play this because it's not Drake, but he sounds like him. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and and and. But like I'm, I'm sure I'll get past that. It's as long as he's, it's good in the cutscenes because like when he's just flying around during missions and everything, and they just say in their corny one-liners and all that, like that's where you're like, oh man, literally it sounds just like that. But um, the, the most unknown North he's ever sounded it was David in Last of Us. Yeah, that blew me away. Because mm, yeah, I did not know. Yeah. I didn't know that was him at first. Like when I first played that game, I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, wait a minute. That was a really cool. I think like Nolan North typically kind of sounds like uh, well, Ghost in Destiny, I guess. Like doesn't sound probably because some modular. Hey man, Peter Dinklage, man, he was a great <laughs> Dinklebot. Rest in peace. Uh, but yeah, the the game's cool. It's definitely not what I wanted from an Avengers game. You know, I would have much rather a story focused, uh, you know, or yeah, game where even if you could swap between the heroes, if it was just solely focused on story, and but you know. From what I've seen with the story, I'm excited for that. I just hope, you know, a lot of the missions that I played in the beta were pretty repetitive, almost doing the same things. Uh, so I, I don't know if the loop will be enough to... It's a wait and see for me, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, but, you know, like I said, I, I'm a comic nerd, and, and I I know that I'm going to enjoy myself with it. I, I, I want to level up the characters, and, you know, the, all the skins that I saw were cool, so I'm super interested in getting all that. And and my boy Hulk was awesome to play as, so I, I can't wait to see, you know, they only gave you, I think, one one page of a skill tree, and there's supposed to be, like, over 70 skills or whatever for each character, so I'm super excited to you know uh spec out each character and like build them how i want to build them and and all that and i i just hope you know the the missions are are varied enough and what you're doing in these missions is varied enough to where it doesn't just feel like i'm going go here beat these people up or go here and and stand on this pad for a certain amount of time or go here and and break something enough to where it'll like overload and like that was almost the extent of it there was one really like cool mission where you had to like uh at the very end of the mission you had to take down like a really giant enemy and like that was really cool because everybody's like working together and all that and it's cool to see characters with synergy and all that uh, because they can do like combo moves together and stuff but yeah I, i i could definitely see this game uh, being like one of those games as a service games that launches and is very bare in the beginning. Um, although they said there's like over 80 missions and all that. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that it might be a lot of them might be samey. So, but uh, the potential is definitely there. Uh, the game can be, you know, really cool. And like, I'm just hoping that uh, they were able to uh, land on their feet with it and, and, and run and hopefully they don't stumble out the gate and all that so but i'm 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 like i said i'm hopeful i enjoyed it i'm gonna get it day one uh but yeah definitely i could see where a lot of people's uh skepticism of it uh lays it's definitely uh yeah, definitely it comes out and it gets like eights like sure why not like yeah i may may check it out but it may also be a game 
it's like maybe it looks so different year after it's out. Yeah, we'll I see. can see that. I think that about wraps her up, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Bobby, I know I'll be all guys after uh, this twitch.tv/slash rental rush. Um, I wish I had uh, a crown. This, this weekend, uh, I will be doing my August rental rush. And, uh, it'll be, we'll have some in person guests again. Um, and we'll be playing Resident Evil Remake 2 on the hardest difficulty, both Claire and Leon playthrough. So there you go. <laughs> Bobby's got sort of uh, Rocket Raccoon, baby. Ah, very nice. I was going to say, it's definitely some rodent. But... I haven't beaten the Claire story yet for Resident Evil. I've only done Leon so far. So just because like I did Leon A, Claire B last time, I think I might switch it up. I'll see what the fellas want to do, but uh, that should be fun Like on the hardest difficulty for a round. I feel like it's a good blank for a, like for those. Man, those those liquors are going to be nuts on the hardest difficulty, man. You those just guys... walk. Don't shine light on them. Like, they're, they're good. <laughs> like, yeah, but there's always like sometimes where you just like open a door and they're right there. Yeah, true. Like, I, mean, I expect some deaths. Limited saves and, and much more limited ammo is going to suck. Especially because I know one of my guests is like very trigger happy. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to teach him to play Dark Souls. Like, I, I had started a video series that I haven't even put the first episode out because we had to stop due to COVID where I was training two people to play Dark Souls 3. And uh, he was very much a like, you know, methodical and slow was like not something. Not really, part of his game. Yeah. So I was having to teach him patience, check him, stuff like that. So, um, Zach, anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, no, I got nothing. Robbie Bobby Miller. I do. I, my new podcast, I, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> all my friends know that I joke about when I get a phone call or a text, uh, I, if I don't really care about it, I say new phone, who's this? So I have a podcast that as soon as my friend agrees to be the first on it, uh, it's going to be called New Friend Who Dis. Uh, I'm really excited, and then uh, I'll, I'll put all the information out there. But you can also find me on Twitch at Robbie Bobby Miller, and I will be playing Fallout on Rental Rush soon. Wait, you're going to play Fallout? That's news to me. On oh, I, I, oh, I, I'm looking at the box for Fallout Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, so fall, fall guys uh, tonight. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be playing. We'll be hosting Bobby. Yeah, see if I'll out there. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, hey, until next uh, week, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging in with us. Hit us up with a review on uh, your favorite podcast service. Hit us up on Twitter if you like. You can follow us at Rental Rush Show on Twitter, and uh, we're happy to engage with the community. But until next week, we love you.